All right, how is it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I am very excited to be talking to Greg Poulin, who is the co-founder and CEO of Goodly. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, Matt. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you on and have you spread the word to the world about Goodly. So to start, let's hear a little bit of your background and then let's dive right into what Goodly is. Absolutely, yeah. With Goodly, uh, we help employers offer student loan repayment as an employee benefit. So our platform allows employers to make payments directly towards their employee's student loan debt, really as a tool for recruiting and then retaining top talent within their organizations. And before getting started with Goodly, um, I was working in another HR and employee benefits company called Rippling and had the chance to meet my co-founder, uh, Hamant Verma, when we were working at Rippling. Uh, so it was a really neat experience in that we started working at Rippling out of our founder's basement. Um, and Rippling was originally founded by Piper, by Piper Conrad, who was the original founder and CEO of Zenefits. So we got to see what goes into building and scaling HR and employee benefits companies from the ground up. Um, we actually started, Hamas and I actually started working together about a week apart um, at Rippling and really got to, to learn a lot in terms of what goes into building and scaling really successful companies within the HR and employee benefits space. And that was really a catalyst for moving into starting a company uh, offering student loan benefits to employers, uh, which then became Goodly uh, from there as well. Got it. So that makes a lot of sense coming from Rippling starting something like Goodly. So let's, or starting exactly Goodly. So let's walk through what it looks like for someone to, to use Goodly. So, so let's say I'm a CEO of a mid-sized company and I want to recruit talented millennials who have a lot of debt. So is the way this works, is, well, yeah, I guess how, how would this work? Is it, is it, some of the paycheck goes to student debt, or how would I explain it to someone to recruit them, you know, to join my company? Absolutely, it's, it's a little bit different from that. And the, the best parallel to, to Goodly and student loan benefits would be to really think of a, a 401k, except instead of having those employer contributions go towards your retirement account, it goes directly towards paying down the employee's student loan debt. So with Goodly, the way that our software will work is we'll apply all of those employer contributions as a secondary payment. So it goes directly towards the principal of the student loan with the goal of helping employees both pay off the loan faster and also save on the compounding interest. So by taking this approach, we can actually help the average employee on our system pay off their student loans about 31% faster than they otherwise would, which is pretty significant because the average employee who's leaving school today will spend about 22 years paying off their student loan debt. So we can reduce that loan term for the employee. We can, of course, help them pay off their student loan debt quite a bit faster so they can focus on things like saving for retirement, saving to start a family, or buy a house. And from the employer's perspective, of course, it frees up a lot of the uh, stress that goes into uh, and worry from employees. They're concerned about how they're going to repay their student loan debt. So if the employer can help to uh, shoulder part of that financial burden for the employee, it creates a lot of goodwill with the employers in terms of being able to recruit and retain top talent as well. This is awesome because it's not most companies you see out there saying, hey, like we offer this benefit, this benefit, this benefit, and student loan uh, debt like kind of helping you pay that off where this is like, I see why this is such a powerful software. I'm curious, are you 
just kind of a logistic question. Is this something that, that is like goes into the HR department? Do you sell it to, to straight to like kind of the CEO? I'm curious, like who, who is your buyer for this? And I'm also curious when they hear about Goodly, what's their first reaction? Are they, are they, uh, yeah, I guess what, what are the initial impressions when they hear about Goodly? Yeah, absolutely. One of the, often from a lot of employers, one their first reaction is, you know, why are we not already doing this? And a big part of that is a lot of employers, whether that's the CEO, if it's a smaller startup or the head of HR or total rewards, depending on the size of their organization, who's responsible for employee benefits, often a hesitation for employers to implement these types of programs is that they're concerned about either the administrative burden or the cost associated with implementing these types of programs. And so before we started the company, one of the things that we did was we reached out to a lot of folks who were either the head of benefits or the CEO of companies that we knew. And we asked them, you know, is student loan repayment a type of benefit that you could see implementing within your organization? And if not, what would be the barriers to implementing these types of programs? And often we heard from employers that they thought the cost would be too high or the administrative burden would be too cumbersome to actually be able to implement these types of systems. And what we found was that if you looked at existing systems before Goodly that were on the market, they all tend to be very expensive solutions that are very difficult to implement. They tend to have large implementation fees, annual fees, and a per employee per month model on top of that. They don't integrate with your payroll or HR system, and they have pretty limited features and functionality for employees. So what we did when we started Goodly is we really flipped that model on its head. We built a turnkey solution that takes about 10 minutes for the average employer to set up. We don't have any implementation or annual fees. We just charge $6 per participating employee. So just for employees that sign up to actively use the system, not for all the employees within the company. We integrate seamlessly with your payroll and HR system. And we uh, going forward, we can always offer a lot of support for employees by offering them access to things like student loan counseling, as well as other financial wellness tools to be able to help streamline repayment of their student loan debt and be able to optimize in terms of if they wanna work with a student loan counselor to develop a plan, either to pay off their student loan faster or if they're struggling with those regular payments, how can they develop a plan to optimize their repayment so that they can repay their student loans and focus on other financial goals going forward as well. That all makes a lot of sense. And being a millennial myself, I, I know I, I have a lot of friends uh, that, that, that would get a lot of benefit out of this and would probably be attracted to a company with this. Um, and would stay at a company that, that's running goodly. I kind of want to dive into to this element of uh, what is the like. Some companies may look at this and are like, "Oh, it might cost money. You know, can we can we afford it?" But I think the real question is like, how how detrimental is it to a company if they're churning through employees and no one's staying? Like, do you have any thoughts on the real cost of not offering? Um, some some great benefits and then what the downsides are of that when people when you can't keep anyone in the building certainly and one of the things we've seen from a lot of employers is that and a lot of one of the reasons that a lot of our clients are adding these types of programs is not only to recruit employees in a very competitive hiring market but then once they've been hired to be able to retain top talent and because it typically costs between 90 and 200 percent of an employee's annual salary in both direct and indirect costs to replace them when they leave the company. So with Goodly and student loan benefits, we can really reduce the cost associated with turnover because the average contribution on Goodly is only $100 per participant per month. So it comes out to be about the cost of a cup of coffee per day. Uh, but when applying a $100 per month contribution, if you can extend the average employee tenure by just two months, benefit will pay for itself. 
And if you can extend that employee tenure by a year, the company will typically see a five-fold return on that investment once you factor in those replacement costs for things like recruiting and getting new employees ramped up within the organization. There are also a lot of studies that show that employees would make a long-term commitment to working for their employer if they did help to repay their student loan debt. So particularly for a lot of the companies that we work with, if they're in the, either the tech or startup sector, often what we're hearing from employees is that they would give up everything from both 401k match, even health insurance. There are even some employees that would take a pay cut to have access to something like Goodly and student loan repayment. And it speaks to, of course, what a challenge it is for employees that are struggling with those student loan benefit or their student loan repayment, but also for employers, what a great opportunity it is for them to be able to, to support employees that are struggling with student loan repayment and also really distinguish themselves as an employer of choice within a very competitive hiring market. Because even in just the last year, the number of companies that are offering student loan benefits has doubled uh, from about 4 to 8% of all U.S. employers. And that figure is projected to grow to about 32% of all U.S. employers in just the next two years by 2021. And what we've seen is that, that growth within the market is really driven by demand, in large part by demand from employees. Because when you look at surveys and studies of millennial and Gen Z employees, so for folks who are under 35 with student loan debt, they value help with repayment of those loans over all of their benefits. And studies repeatedly show that employees would give up everything from 401k match, health insurance, have access to student loan repayment. So what we're seeing is when we have 70% of employees who are graduating from school with significant student loan debt, the average borrower owes about $41,000 when they leave school. For an employer, it's really a no-brainer that many job seekers are attracted to an employer that will help with repayment of those loans. And particularly as we're witnessing the hottest job market in a generation, one key to improving employee retention is to provide meaningful benefits, and not just fun perks. And employers have taken note of that by offering things like goodly and student loan repayment to their staff and being able to support them and their financial future as well. I love it. I love it. Uh, recently on the podcast, sometimes I have been going into some of the tactics that the the companies or the founders use to grow and guest distribution. And I would be intrigued if you're open to sharing when you have something as as good for the world. I think just think you have a good product that's necessary for a lot of people. Are you open to sharing how you're getting the word out and how you're thinking about distribution channels for Goodly? Yeah, absolutely. We've um, we've really pursued a lot of different avenues in terms of um, of getting the word out in terms of what we're working on with Goodly and student loan benefits. But for a lot of employers, um, they're often their first interaction with something like student loan repayment is at an employee benefits conference. We've been doing a lot of conferences in either the HR employee benefits space or for startups. We've also um, been really successful in getting a lot of press traction. We've had a lot of folks, both reporters and media, who have reached out um, who are interested in learning more about how these programs work. We've been pretty successful in terms of some of our outbound campaigns, uh, reaching out directly by cold email to folks working in the HR and employee benefit space. And with 70% of employees, again, graduating pretty significant student loan debt, um, it's something that speaks to their employee population. So we've actually had a lot of clients that will come directly to us because they'll say, you know, one of our employees on our sales team or engineering team read an article about Goodly and student loan repayment, and they sent it to our HR and benefits team and said, hey, this is something that we would really value or really appreciate we saw from the company. Is this something that we can implement because I can't afford to do things like contribute to the company's 401k plan or save for retirement because of my student loans? Is there something that you can do to support us with student loan benefits? And we've seen a lot of traction and a lot of growth uh, from folks that are coming to us through those channels as well. 
but it's been um it's been a pretty pretty impressive growth rate in terms of the number of industries that we've seen because it's been everything from both startups um, and tech companies uh, here in the Bay Area that are offering these programs. But even without with outside of that, it's um because so many folks are struggling with student loan debt. We've seen everything from what would traditionally be considered white collar, blue collar types of companies. We have everything from a trucking company, a coffee company, professional services, and medicine and law, and everything in between that. Um, because student loan debt is something that affects folks of all all walks of life, it's something that we're starting to make a big dent in in terms of the industries that we've been able to support and the folks are looking to offer these types of benefits as well. Yeah, I like that. And that all makes a lot of sense. Um, I want to jump back to when you were working at Rippling. You were a really early hire there. And just so that the, the audience knows, the people listening knows, um, back in 2017 in April, uh, we actually, uh, when, when Rippling first launched and when, when Publoft, my, my company, first launched, uh, I, I got in touch with Rippling and I believe we talked, uh, you know, about Rippling right when both the, at the beginning of our first companies and that was two and a half years ago. It feels, it feels like a long time. But the reason I bring that up is you were an early hire there, um, but you were working for Rippling. You didn't start Rippling and running Rippling. And now you're the founder and the CEO and you're running Goodly. What are some of the similarities or differences between being an early hire at a startup versus starting your own startup and, and, and founding it? Yeah, and one of the things that, um, that one of the big value as I think of working at, as an early employee at a startup before starting your own company is that you really get to see what goes into building a company from the ground up. And at Rippling, my co-founder here at Goodly and I were both two of the first hires at Rippling. And we started working out of um, Parker Conrad's basement here in the Mission District in San Francisco. And Parker's one of the founders both of Rippling, but before that, uh, Zenefits. And so we really got to see what goes into building a company from the ground up. And also, of course, um, Rippling being a payroll and HR company, what goes into building a company within this space and this industry, which was really valuable in ultimately starting our own company with, with Goodly. And one of the reasons that we wanted to leave Rippling to start Goodly was my own experience with student loan debt. Because when I graduated from, or when I was in school, my father passed away very unexpectedly. So to pay for school at Dartmouth, had to borrow $80,000 in student loans to pay for my education at Dartmouth. And then after graduating, moved out here to Silicon Valley to start working at Rippling. And my monthly payment was over $900 a month. So it was very challenging to do things like save for retirement, save to start family, or buy a house. And so having the experience of being an early stage employee and seeing everything that goes into building and scaling a company was tremendously valuable. And particularly because as an early stage employee at a startup, even when you're not a founder, you really wear a lot of different hats in terms of I had the opportunity as the first non-technical hire at Rippling to see everything that went into our first go-to-market strategy, sales and growth, as well as marketing and operations. So there are lessons that were tremendously valuable in then starting my own company and applying to YC and being able to see what are the things that are going to make a company successful and also be able to focus on growth and learn from, of course, folks who have done it before at Rippling and also be able to apply those lessons to what we're working on now at Goodly as well. All right, I have a self-indulgent question. So I, uh, so for the last couple of years, I've been working on on my own companies, and I decided very recently, because of my lack of knowledge of how you know startups and companies actually work, I, I'm leaving my own companies to join another startup and do exactly that. Learn how a startup operates and works. My question to you is, what should be the 
the couple of things or the one thing that, that I pay attention to at the startup that I'm working at to help me be a, a better founder, um, as specific as you can get tactical advice. Um, cause there's so many things going on at this company and I want to make sure I get out the things that are going to make me a better founder. Sure. And one of the things that, that I really looked for when I was evaluating different companies before joining Rippling were things like both the founders and their experience in starting and scaling companies before. And, and Parker had a lot of experience, of course, at both Zenefits and SigFig before starting Rippling and the opportunity to really grow with the company. And one of the things that I was looking for in a company was to be able to get in at the ground floor in terms of a company before they'd officially launched, before they had any customers, and before they had actually had their really developed a go-to-market strategy. So you could really see what are the things that are going to make this company successful. And one of the, the interesting things about working at an early stage startup is that it gives you a lot of flexibility in, in being able to experiment with a lot of different things that will go into, you don't really know what's going to be successful. So you can try a lot of different things. You can try a lot of different avenues in terms of, particularly as a B2B SaaS company, what are the things that are going to be most successful for us in building and scaling the company? But for me, it really came down to both the founding team in terms of their experience um, in startups before, but also looking at um, both the product and the mission of the company and what are, what's the problem that they're trying to solve. And so for Rippling, one of the things that they were trying to solve was that HR and employee benefit software is just really antiquated. And if you look at existing systems in the market, they tend to be very difficult to implement. And it's, a very, it's really not a great user experience for both the employer or the employee. And so the problem that Rippling was solving was just absolutely massive. So it created a really incredible opportunity to see not only what goes into starting an early stage company, but also one that's potentially ha has the opportunity or the potential to really grow into something really large. And of course, learn along the way, something that I really looked for in terms of the companies that I was evaluating and was fortunate enough to be able to work with Parker and the team at Rippling to see what goes into building and scaling those companies from day one. And those are lessons that we continue to apply here at Goodly as well. Well, that, that is some, some tips that I'm going to take, take into this company. So I, I appreciate that. I have a couple more questions for you. Let's go a little bit outside the realm of Goodly and, and student loan debt and just go into the world, uh, the world where there is startups being built, technologies being created, problems being solved. I'd love to get a look inside of your brain and, and if you spend any time thinking about things other than Goodly, although I know startups are, are all consuming, um, I'd love to know just kind of what you spend your time thinking about or pondering um, when you're not when you're not working on your company, if you're open to sharing. Yeah, um, certainly. And one of the things that that I'm always interested in is really more based around kind of the future of work in terms of what are, of course, both employee benefits um, going to look like within within companies in say five to ten years from now. And one of the basically our our core thesis in starting Goodly was that student loan repayment would become within the next five to ten years as common as 401ks and retirement accounts for both employers but also employees and what we've seen is that there's been tremendous growth within this space and so for us one of the things that we really focus on is how can we constantly be improving the product and iterating on the feedback that we hear from our users because we have seen a lot of growth within the student loan benefit space but it's still an early enough market that there's a lot of room to grow and continue to incorporate that feedback and so we're always uh, reaching out to and speaking with our users in terms of what are the things that they like within the product, what are areas where we can improve, and that's really helped to guide our product development. And so we've added a lot of features and support for clients based off of the feedback that they that they had. And so we've launched some pretty neat features, including the ability for our users to do things like 
invite their friends or family to make a contribution towards their student loan debt. And it's a feature that we built because we heard from a lot of Goodly's users, they had either friends or family that wanted to make a payment towards their student loans, but did not have a secure way of doing that. So with Goodly, you can invite, say, your parents to make a one-time contribution for a birthday or a holiday, a recurring monthly payment. And then, of course, the family member has the peace of mind that payment is being applied directly to the student loan debt, and we can facilitate those payments on behalf of the family member as well. So the big thing for us is always looking for ways that outside of our current product offering that we can continue to iterate and stay ahead of the curve and being able to offer a superior product. And it's something that's served us really well in terms of being able to win new clients and bring on, um, bring on new users to the system as well. And so we're always constantly thinking about what does the future of work look like in terms of how we can support both our existing users, but also new users going forward as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I have, I have one more question for you before, before we wrap it up. So you are starting a company, you got no Y Combinator, you're, you're, you're growing and you're doing the startup thing. And there are a lot of people listening that they want to break into startups, but don't necessarily the first step on how to do that. And they want to solve a problem, but they don't know how to start a company, but they want to. What advice would you have? for someone listening who wants to start a company but doesn't know the first step to do that? The thing that I found most valuable was, of course, working at real estate startups before starting my own company. And one of the challenges is being able to find a co-founder that is really has a complementary skill set to, um, to your own abilities and also can kind of fill in the gaps with um, some areas where you might not be as strong or and might have some weaknesses on that front. And so for me, one of the things and the most beneficial things of working at another early stage company before starting my own company was being able to find somebody with a really strong technical um, background. And so when I was working at Rippling, I was able to meet my co-founder, Hamas, um, who's a phenomenal engineer. And because I focus more on the business side with things like sales and marketing and operations, he can fill in all the gaps from more of a technical perspective. So being able to find somebody that has a really complementary skill set is something that's both really valuable and has served us really well. Um, but the other thing is um, one of the, the biggest challenges of actually starting a company is making the decision to actually start the company and take kind of that first step in terms of actually being able to leave your current job or if you're in school, being able to focus exclusively on starting a company. And so actually taking that first step in being able to dedicate yourself to working on a company full time, because I think it'd be really challenging to be working full time and also trying to do a company on the side. There are certainly folks who have done it, but one of the things that served us really well in starting Goodly was being able to quit our jobs at Rippling and focus our attention exclusively on building Goodly and student loan benefits. And so that's something that was really valuable for us and certainly a piece of advice that I would give to other folks that if you do have the ability to do so, to focus exclusively on building and scaling your company, because it will just help you to, of course, do things like move a lot faster, be able to iterate on the feedback that you're having from your existing users and also get new clients and new users as well. All right. That is fantastic advice. Uh, my, I guess my, my true final question is if someone wanted to find you on the internet or learn more about Goodly online, where can they go to, to learn more and potentially sign up? You can always check out our website. It's just goodlyapp.com or feel free to shoot me a quick email. My email is just greg at goodlyapp.com. We always love hearing from users and potential users. So of course, feel free to reach out at any time and shoot me a quick note and happy to, to chat through any questions or feedback that they might have as well. 
Boom. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I learned a ton and I think this is a super interesting product category in, in a very needed needed industry. So thanks for coming on and thanks for building Goodly. It's gonna it's gonna do good things for the world. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having us on and uh, looking forward to seeing the podcast officially run.